1: Welcome back to Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show Monday through Friday, 1030 a.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on YouTube every day live uh, and make sure to subscribe to our channel like the stream while it's up there. Pretty easy to do. Takes about two seconds. You can also turn on notifications by clicking that bell so you get notified every time that we go live on this channel and if you miss it you can obviously follow it back here back on podcasting platforms so you can find us there as well as EdgeWork. only one game today as we get ready to go into the all-star break here i think we have one game today three games tomorrow and two on wednesday so there will be no more show for the rest of this week after wednesday it'll be today tomorrow and wednesday but as we prepare for that the games get uh, fewer and fewer each day Uh, so we will break down today's game and we saw a question here regarding futures bets but before we get into that Alex how's it going today?
2: Uh, Pretty good you know uh, it was an interesting weekend of games like I said it's kind of a weird staggered schedule obviously heading into the all-star break Uh, it's interesting because even when we come out of the break I think there's only going to be maybe six games for the first two or three nights. So we're not going to have a lot of heavy action for quite a while. So uh, it's yeah. interesting to see what teams are going to do with their lineups the next couple of nights. Obviously, teams are already off on a break already, of course. Uh, when they get back, how you know where they're going to be playing and stuff. It'll be interesting. Just a lot of things to kind of follow up on. Obviously, you've only got a few players that are going to the All-Star game. In total, a lot of guys are going to be going on vacation and uh, you know taking some much-needed rest and getting ready for the stretch run in the second half.
1: Yeah. Russ, how's it going with you?
0: Great, great man. Yeah, last like you said, last week was a crazy week. I think we had uh, 58 NHL games last week. It was the most packed week of the season. So it's nice to uh, yeah have, have a little bit lighter load this week. And you know, the one game slate is a lot different than what our normal Thursday show is with like uh, 10 to 12 games. But no, it's yeah, it's nice. Uh, nice to have a little bit of a vacation here coming up.
1: And uh, you guys have a good uh, NFL Sunday, uh, NFL betting weekend, or how'd that go for you? I had the Bengals, so that was
2: wasn't a wasn't the winner, but uh, you know been been running hot in football, and should be an interesting Super Bowl now with the Eagles and Chiefs.
0: Yeah, yeah, it should be good. Yesterday was was uh, it was pretty good for me. I had the Eagles and uh, Chiefs. That Chiefs Bengals game was wild though. There's so many yeah. plays that could have changed it, and so many yeah. penalties slash no calls slash. I mean, that was one of the craziest games I've watched in a long time. Uh, and then uh, yeah, those two hockey games turned out really well for me yesterday. I had both uh, both home favorites, so good way to end the week for sure.
1: Nice. Yeah, not bad at all. All right, well, let's look ahead to start this week and see if we can get people on the right track here with uh, with uh, our. Picks and previews, if you followed along with the Edgework account so far this year on the Stamp app, where you can find it in the Find Betters section as Edgework HQ right now, we are up 39 units on the season. Uh, so we've been absolutely crushing it, a 7.5% ROI. So if you've been following along, you've been having some success with us so far this year so good place to come to uh, get your daily nhl picks and info but let's start with uh today's game the only game on the slate today st louis heading to winnipeg to take on the jets here st louis right now there was a point in time probably about even a week ago where it looked like they could potentially find their find themselves Uh, battling into a playoff spot but at this point in time they're eight points back in the playoffs right now four and six in their last 10 and they have now lost four straight games including losses to the Blackhawks the Sabres the Coyotes and the Avalanche now this St. Louis team 13 12 and one on the road of course they're dealing with some of these injuries they've got uh, to some major guys and of course uh, you just got a bit of a wild card in net with Jordan Binnington there this Winnipeg team, on the other hand, uh, interesting to watch because I think it was two weeks ago we came on the show and on the Tuesday show Alex Moreto kind of said I don't think this Winnipeg team is as good as they've been so far this season and basically since that point uh, they're fo- they're four and uh, uh, five and five in their last ten excuse me and now they've lost their three last games that they played against Nashville Buffalo and Philly but this Winnipeg team is still a good team at home uh right now as it stands it looks like we might be getting a hella bennington matchup but with the all-star break which you guys will touch on here uh that that may change we may not see that specific goaltending matchup alex is there anything in this game that would stand out to you at all
2: yeah i would look at the over we were talking about it before the show we said we don't know exactly what the goalie confirmations are We could see any combination of the four because of the fact that Connor Hellebuck he is going to the All Star game and maybe Winnipeg decides to give him uh, this game off to let him get ready and and prepare for that. Uh, If that's the case, then it's David Riddick who's been you know. He's been able to find wins, obviously, with this uh Jets team playing well, but he hasn't had the best numbers himself personally. On the flip side, Jordan Bennington, we know how up and down he's been. And if he doesn't go with Thomas Grice, who is has equally struggled uh of late. So either way you shake it, I like the over six
1: you can get it as cheap as a
2: dollar five over bet at MGM.
1: All right. We'll we'll lock that in there. Russ, you have any thoughts on the uh, on the over in this one? Yeah, definitely.
0: Yep. I was, uh, you know, when I ran my model last night, I was very, very surprised to uh, find a little bit of value on the Blues. Unfortunately, it's like very, very difficult to get on this team. But that, I thought that line was a little bit long on the uh, Jets at home. Minus 220 or 230 with the way they've been playing is, is a little long. So I was looking that way. But then, um, you know, random ran model, plugged in some of the starters a little bit more and uh, liked the over a lot more, just like uh, Alex was saying. And we were chatting about this right before we came on and uh, kind of surprisingly, you know, both on the same side without even without talking beforehand. And we yeah, we both think, uh, both think there are goals in this game. Um, you know, just to kind of break down the game a little bit under the hood. I think they're kind of two opposite teams. Jets want to play a low, low event type of game. They want to rely on their awesome goaltender and uh, you know, keep it very, very low scoring. Where on the other hand, it seems like he the blues just cannot stop anybody. They can't they can't play defense, they're absolutely terrible. On defense, they're 27th in goals, expected goals allowed this year. And as you hit upon, I mean, Bennington is just absolutely awful. Every once in a while, he'll stand on his head and allow maybe two, one or two to, to get past him. But generally speaking, he's just bad. 79th in goals saved above expectation. 79th, you're down there with the Cal Petersons of the league, the John Gibsons of the league. Just He's just playing very, very bad. And, um, you know, not to mention he's a complete head case after, you know, after the game in, in that Colorado last night, he was, had all kinds of comments about the fans and stuff like that. And he allowed four goals. So, you know, I think I think this is a great, great overlook. I was very surprised they opened this at six. I don't think that this Blues team should have a total that's lower than six and a half. I think that all of their games should pretty much be lined at six and a half with just their terrible defense and, uh, you know, very below average goaltending. So, yeah, I think there's a great chance that we see seven in this game, a very good chance to, to see seven total goals in this game. And um, I'm kind of thinking it'll be like five two, like the Jets will get five or even six goals, you know. Um, but if we could get them, you know, the Jets to get five to two or even like a 5-3 look, you know, we're, we're cashing that over pretty easily. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, we kind of touched on all of that. The, the Blues, you know, I'm just kind of going over my notes here. The Blues, they're 16 and eight towards the over on away games so they basically just can't stop anybody at all. So yeah, that's the way that's the way I'm looking. I locked in um plus over the over 6 at plus 104 this morning at Pinnacle and it seems like yeah, it seems like nothing has moved yeah. quite quite, you know, substantially yet. And yeah, just to, like you said one last thing, if we do get Lankin in goal, um, you know, I like that bet even more. You will probably see this number jump up to you know minus 120 or even six and a half in some area and so then you've got closing line value and uh um, yeah so I, I'm definitely uh I'm definitely with Alex here on the over six.
1: So in this one is uh would you guys say that the, it's built in that Bennington and Hellebuck are playing in this one that's the assumption on the on the odds here.
2: Yeah pretty much because I would think if, if it was Grace or Riddick uh you know already confirmed beforehand then we would probably see a six and a half across the like said.
0: Yeah. 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 I think I I agree there. You know, Alex was saying some interesting things beforehand about the all-star game. And I think that's definitely something to monitor. I'm not sure if, um, if the jets would give him a break because it seems like the, you know, the jets need every win they can get at this point just to kind of stay atop of the central. So I'm not sure if they would give him a break or not, but either way, I think, I think the over is a good look here.
1: Yeah. And, So then I want to ask you guys, let's say that uh, at some point here within probably the next hour or so, maybe two hours, it's confirmed Hellebuck and Bennington are going. Do you foresee any movement the other way in this in this market? Or do you see kind of the total uh, being about where it should be with those two guys in? Or does like a confirmation change anything on that total?
2: You might see a couple plays you will know, on the under and that maybe move to where you get even money, so which is even better. Like I said, any any four ways you shake it with, with uh whatever combination you get between these two teams, I like the over personally. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: And then, you know, yeah, worst comes to worst, like um if they do go with Lincoln and uh or I'm sorry, big save Dave. I keep saying Lincoln, and Big save Dave Riddick or no save Dave Riddick, hopefully tonight. But yeah, if they if he gets confirmed and then goes up to six and a half, you're kind of sitting in a bad spot because you know, you'd know, much rather have that six in hand than the over six and a half. So yeah, either way, I think we locked that in right now.
1: All right. That has been locked in. So if you want to track that, you can go over to the BetStamp app. You can find that in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. You see all the picks that we give out throughout the course of the season, all the picks we've given out so far, and the record that we're at with player props, sides, totals, everything like that. You can find that in the BetStamp app. Um, there was a question here to start before we had even got on, so we'll get into that. And as there's obviously only the one game here today, that's that about does it for the best bets today. But we can look at some yeah, futures you, markets. As, yeah, uh,
0: I'm sorry to interrupt you, Zach, but I do like I do have one uh, prop that I kind of like in that game. I'm looking at the right. Pierre Luc Dubois over two and a half shots on goal. Um, normally, I don't look into these markets, but I had some extra time tonight and tomorrow, and I knew I was going to jump on here. Um, this is a guy playing on the first, you know, on the first line, playing absolutely awesome, playing the most minutes of any, you know, of any of the Jets players really. And you're getting a minus 145, yeah, minus 145 on the over two and a half. Um, he's hit that over two and a half in ten of his last fourteen games, and minus 145 is about an implied odd of 59 percent. I think that probably should be a little bit higher than that, considering how he's been playing and how many minutes he's had. And then you look at who he's playing against. Uh, this, you know, we just touched on how bad the Blues' defense is. Uh, they're 27th in high-danger chances allowed. So I think he's going to have his pick of the, you know, his shots tonight, and I think he could easily get to three here. Probably should be closer to minus 160 or so, minus 165. So yeah, I put a little bit of uh, a little bit of pocket change on that Pierre Luc Dubois over two and a half shots on goal. All
1: right, I'll lock that in, Alex. Are there is there anything else in this game that you're looking at? Nah, uh, just get over. All right, fair enough. Sorry so, to interrupt, bro. No, all good. We want to get make sure we get those picks in, so appreciate it. Um, but raise it seventy seven had asked, uh, "Hey fellas, only one game to talk about. Would love to hear an update on any futures bets you guys are looking at." So uh alex i'll start with you i don't mean to bring it up and hash it out but uh, i know that there was a futures bet that you've got going on right now uh just that maybe if you could just update on where that's at and even if we, you want to talk a little bit about what went into placing that futures bet why you felt that was a good bet at the time
2: yeah you know i don't make a lot of futures bets in, in any sports but i make most in hockey and uh, i had a couple of point totals i liked and one of the ones I really liked was the Boston Bruins under ninety five and a half. That's going to go down as arguably the worst bet I've ever made in my entire life. Uh,
1: <laughs> I thought results you know, wise, results
2: wise for sure. I mean, I, I thought that this was a you know a team that looked really bad in, in their playoff loss. They had a bunch of injuries heading into camp. It, it seemed like you know Martian and McAvoy wouldn't, wouldn't be back until uh, you know deep into you know possibly the holiday time. They both came back very early and, and very sharp. Uh, after those offseason surgeries, uh, Linus Olmark has been standing on his head all year. And this team has really gelled together. I just did not expect that at all. Jim Montgomery coming back into the fold as the head coach after his tumultuous exit with Dallas. Of course, he was uh, the assistant coach with St. Louis uh, last season. It just seemed like there was a lot of moving pieces. And I thought with the how things were going to shake up in the, in the Atlantic – Thought Florida was going to be a better team as well uh, in that equation, along as as, along with Ottawa and Detroit. I thought Boston was going to find themselves on the way out, and I was dead wrong on that on that call. So it happens to all of us, and uh, like I said, I'll go down as uh, one of the worst bets I've ever made. I
1: I didn't have the future on it as I didn't have a future on it, but I I had the same opinion as you, yeah. kind of just looking at the the conference and how things would be. It wasn't necessarily that Boston wasn't going to be that good. It was more just I thought other teams around would be, be better. better as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And they had, like you said, they had all of those players injured and they arguably came out, you know, gangbusters winning every game. And then all those players came back and they just got even better. So <laughs> we were talking about that before the season, that it might be good to fade them early on and then jump on some of their futures later in the season, they like get some of the players back. But, you know, obviously there was never a chance for that at all. No. Um, yeah. Just to, I mean, just to highlight the, were to hit on the fact of uh, just bad futures bets and to make Alex feel a little bit better. I, I've got a. speaking of the Blues, I do have a, a crumpled up 40 to one Stanley Cup future on the Blues. And I bet them in the, in the Caps preseason and the Caps Caps one was looking awful too. And it's still arguably, you know, a bad bet. But yeah, this Blues—you know—you can you can burn that ticket and throw it down the trash, throw it in the trash. Obviously, this Blues team is terrible. So yeah, I've got a couple of those uh, those tickets in my pocket also. Um, but you know, one of my best favorite ones, and one of the one of the ones I've talked about multiple times on this show, is my New Jersey Devils ticket. I've got them fifty-five to one to win the Stanley Cup, and I've got them forty to one to win the East. And both of those prices are, are you know, almost single digits. So that's one that's that I've been, you know, w- watching and watching that market pretty much every day. I thought maybe they'd come out a little bit slower in 2023, but they've been playing pretty well.
1: Are there any markets that you guys would look to attack uh, or maybe see some value in as this season has gone on here? Russ, I think it was us that I actually had talked about the bet on sabers to make the playoffs i think it was about two three weeks ago they were sitting at plus i i believe i might be wrong but i believe it was about 500 to make the playoffs currently sitting at plus 190 on some books at this point i'm looking at i'm like i'm just looking through some of this the panthers right now are sitting at plus 145 to make the playoffs and this panthers team i mean they're only two points back of of buffalo but uh, Buffalo's got three games in hand on them. Buffalo is one point out of the playoffs behind Pittsburgh right now. They've been playing pretty well. They're a fun team to watch. I, I, that was one that I was looking at. It's interesting to see how much it's gone, uh, but it's kind of it's also interesting to see Florida still be a slightly favored ahead of Buffalo to make the playoffs. Are there anything like that with teams to make or miss playoffs that you guys had ahead of the season? Are there things you would maybe double down on or look to, uh, look to add to positions at this point?
0: Yeah, I mean that was we talked about that a couple of weeks I think uh, a couple of weeks in a row and yeah we should have pulled the trigger for sure because this think, Buffalo yeah. team is playing they're playing awesome six two and two yeah. in their last ten and yeah they've just made an insane run and they're finally getting you know they've always been fine at scoring the goal always dri- driven play but they're finally getting some goaltending to go with it and so yeah that was one that I and this you know this is kind of a, a market that I monitor. At least a couple of times a week because I have four or five make or miss playoff tickets I'm sitting on, and I don't know how I missed this one. It seemed like they were creeping up, and four hundred. It was like five plus five hundred, plus four hundred, plus three fifty, and now it's oh, all the way gone. down to like <laughs> plus one ninety. Yeah, yeah, completely gone. So I'm not, you know, and our friend so money absolutely loves this Sabres team. So he always taught. We always talk about them on on Thursdays. And uh, yeah, I don't know how we missed this one, man. Uh, they're they're creeping up on the the wild card spot, one point back. And yeah, I wouldn't I would not be surprised if this team sneaks in, but I don't think you could play it. After watching those prices drop, I don't think you could play it down. Yeah. You know, this far now.
2: Yeah, I, I did grab that at actually at plus six fifty. Uh, oh, sweet! There you go.
0: So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, that looks good. Looks very good right now.
2: And also have a Dave Hack call. On that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah also I also have Dave Haxtell to say. To uh for the Jack Adams uh prop. I have Jack uh, Dave Haxtell twelve to one. That's another one yep. that I'm sitting at and hopefully you know maybe Seattle, the way that they're looking right now, first place in the Pacific division. He should definitely be a finalist if they can at least uh find their way into either, you know, winning the division or, or being second and making the playoffs for the first time.
0: Yeah, they've been playing awesome. Yeah, we've talked about Dave Haxtall on here a number of times. At the beginning of the season, I was like, this guy should not be this long. Um, I don't even know. You could pull up the clip from – It's probably middle of October – and I was touting him at thirty three to 1, 35 to one, and you know we didn't re- we didn't put it in on the bet stamp app, but you know Zach and I were ch- chatting about it and everything. I, I I thought that that was a crazy number, and yeah, since then they've just kept winning. So yeah, that's a great great ticket to have.
1: So uh, yeah. with the All Star break coming up here, uh, going to come out of that with a bunch of rest for a lot of these teams. Are there any teams in particular that you guys? Would be looking for to come out of this all-star break, uh, out, out of this all-star break strong, maybe with some more health uh, or just rested up or teams that have been playing well going into it that you'd be looking for to continue that on the other side. I know this isn't something I've prepped ahead of the show, so I apologize, but just is there anything that you guys would kind of like stand out to you of like, hey... This team's been playing well. I look to continue to ride them after the fact, just as people maybe take this time to regroup themselves and go back to some of their models and get prepped to come out of the break.
2: I think Colorado is probably the the standout there where obviously they've been so banged up and, and beat up. And we, we kind of you know expected them to struggle early, have that kind of Stanley Cup hangover, but didn't think they were going to have all the injury bug really bite them the way that they did. So I think with those guys getting some time off and, and healing up, uh, that's definitely a team they can make a run. Just like Tampa. We saw Tampa, you know, was it a month ago? They seem like they're just kind of middle of the road, hanging around all of a sudden. They start playing well, especially at home, uh, looking like the team that's won the Eastern Conference three years in a row. So uh, I think those teams, even the Dallas team, that's kind of struggled late, you know, getting some rest, letting Ottinger, uh kind of sit and, and get ready for that stretch run. I think those are those are a couple of teams that I have circled that are going to be high, I think, right out of the game.
0: Yeah, definitely. Some of these teams that have a couple of the banged up forwards that if they get them completely healthy and, uh, you know, they could be a force to be reckoned with down the stretch. And I think that uh, this abs team is certainly one of those teams. Um, Just getting Valerie Nushkin back in the last month, they've looked like a completely different team. And we've played on them a couple of times at home when, you know, just thinking this line's a little bit short and done pretty well. Um, Yeah, they've been playing great, but kind of personally, I'm not going to change too much. You know, um, my, we just, Keep fading the Minnesota Wild, keep fading the New York Rangers. The Wild have been very good to us betting against. The Rangers are 50-50, and this is one team that I do think is going to fall off in the second half. So, yes, you'll see us playing a lot against the Rangers at home, a lot against Igor Shosturkin, expecting that drop-off in the second half. You know, if it comes, it comes. If it's if we sit kind of around 50-50 like we were in the first half of the season, you know, that's probably fine also because you're getting quite a bit of value when you go against a goaltender like that. But, yeah, I think, um, you know, it's been a pretty good first half of the season, so I'm not going to change too much other than keep an eye on some of those big team, big names that have been injured for sure. Um, even like the Islanders team, if they get a couple of guys back, that's a team that, you know, be looking to play on a couple of those middle of the road teams that can kind of jump up into the top 15.
1: Right. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't think there's anything else for today. So, uh, even just went through the futures, gave our best bets for today, and if you missed those, we did track them in the Bet Stamp app. But a quick recap: we have the over six minus one hundred five in the Jets Blues game here tonight, as well as over two and a half shots on goal for Pierre Luc Dubois minus one forty uh, 144, 145, depending on where you can get that on your own books. So make sure to shop around, see what you, what numbers you can find on those bets that we gave out today. But, uh, that about does it for the show today. So if you enjoyed the content, please make sure to like this stream. You can also subscribe to the Edgework YouTube channel and turn on notifications by clicking that bell. So you get notified every single time we go live. As we get prepared for the All Star break here, uh, there will be a show tomorrow with myself, Alex Moretto, Matt Russell, and Todd Cordell, and then back on Wednesday to close things out with myself, Alex, and Andy McNeil. Um, <laughs> will there be an All Star game edge work? i know there will i do not believe there will be if there is it'll be a last minute emergency thing but uh at this moment in time no all-star game edge work but (laughs) yeah someone will have some stuff i'll have some props out for sure so that's that's my
0: recommendation
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but uh uh, you can follow us on Twitter at EdgeworkHQ, so make sure to do that. You can find the podcasting on all podcasting platforms as Edgework there. If you're looking for NFL content leading up to the Super Bowl, make sure to go give Forward Progress uh, a uh, subscribe on YouTube. You can follow the podcast on platforms as well. With Forward Progress, Rob Pozzolo will be joined by different professional NFL betters, having them on giving their opinions on the Super Bowl as we look ahead. Uh, two weeks ahead and then leading up to it the week ahead next week, with some props, uh different special bets that we can get from stuff like that. So make sure to check that out on the Ford Progress YouTube channel as well. But thank you guys for hopping on here today. Appreciate it with the short slate. Appreciate the insights on the games. Good luck with your bets. Bets, bets tonight whatever however much you guys end up having down. Appreciate you taking the time to do this. Look forward to seeing you guys uh Alex on Wednesday and uh Russ. Enjoy the rest of the week. Enjoy the yep. All-Star break.
0: Yeah, you too, man. Yep, let's get some goals tonight.
1: (laughs) Yep, sounds good. Uh, Enjoy the game tonight, everybody. Good luck with your bets, and we'll see you guys soon.